right now I can't compete on a team because they just changed the team rules again. So I want the super teams back. Welcome back to Made by Mario. On today's episode, I interview Travis Williams. Travis is a multi-time CrossFit Games athlete, both on the individual side and on the team side. He's also competing this weekend at the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge in Knoxville, Tennessee, so be sure to check that out. But first, this episode is brought to you by Victory Grips. If you're a competitive CrossFit athlete or just a dedicated fitness athlete who's tired of dealing with ripped hands, Victory Grips are your solution. Victor Pellegrino combined his background in competitive gymnastics, functional fitness, and design to create Victory Grips. You guys can find all the options and sizing instructions at victorygrips.com. All right? Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Without any further ado, Travis Williams. Travis Williams, how you doing, man? Thank you so much for joining me. Doing well, man. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm doing really good. I'm over here in Virginia just hanging out, and the weather's kind of, like, up and down, but I think this next week is supposed to be all sunny, and, like, all it, we're at the point of the year where, like, all the, like, trees are starting to blossom, and that doesn't really happen over on the West Coast, so uh, I'm sure. really looking forward to that. Uh, spring That's out here is amazing. Out. What's going on with you? Uh, about the same. We've got weather going every different direction yesterday it was like it got up to 90 today it's like 75 like you know yeah. like it, but it's beautiful outside the last two days so can't complain and you just had a birthday so yeah uh, having lots of fun with that oh yeah we had a blast yesterday i i drank at least a 12 pack of truly so <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome man and celebratory as well i mean you took 20th in what was it quarterfinals correct yep how'd you feel after that my, my body was wrecked. I was really sure. excited how it went, um, but I, I also couldn't have asked for a better set of workouts for myself. So For sure. What do you think was the workout in quarterfinals that had kind of the most separation value or like where, where you're like, this one really like kind of sorted everybody out? Because there's always one of those in, in every like open or online qualifier. You know? Yeah. And, it, and it's not even close. It was the front squat. Oh, yeah. That's if true. If you didn't yeah. have front squat like over 365, you're in like really bad shape. So I was talking to Haley and, you know, a few others about that. What are your thoughts on having just kind of standalone strength pieces in online qualifiers? Because the scoring system is different than if you're in an in-person competition where it's kind of a winner's reward, you yeah. know? Because it doesn't really matter where you place as long as you're in the top 120, I think it's okay. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, like any Joe Blow that got in the top 10,000 of North America yeah. is in this competition. And as you can see, like yeah. a 381 pound front squat for four was like the 150th place. So like, <laughs> versus like when you go to a competition and you're in that competition with 40 guys, you're in like fourth place maybe. So, you know, like it's, it's weird how it works like that. But like as for like a Metcon, that doesn't happen. Because yeah, people yeah. aren't just like really good at something in Metcon, or at least not that many people. So, yeah, I was thinking about the final workout of the Open where it was like the Metcon right into the strength piece. And right before the end of the Metcon was 30 muscle ups at the end, right? Right. I know plenty of athletes like this where it's like they either have only a couple bar muscle ups or they couldn't do any, but they're pretty strong. Yep. So not only are you not crushing yourself at the end of that workout going into the strength piece, but now you have extended rest period. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I totally think it's appropriate to test strength 
uh, in a, especially in a winner's reward type of scoring system. But when you can have one bad workout and that can pull you out, and now you have a section of athletes that are not only strong, but rested, I feel like that skews the leaderboard quite a bit, you know? Right. I, and I mean, like, I, I do think it skews the leaderboard a lot. Again, though, like, because so many people can get through, like, even if you punt that workout, you could still get through. Yeah, totally. Unless you, like, really, really, really bomb it. But yeah, at that point, if you bombed it that bad, should you be getting through? That's a good point, too. And, you know, the, the counter argument to all that is, like, the fittest will continue. You know, like, right. you know, like the right. best of the best will get through. And, like, one thing I do like about kind of returning to this format versus qualifying straight through the open is that the in-person competitions are what can, what's going to separate the wheat from the chaff because yeah. there's plenty of people that do great in their familiar settings in their home gym, but when they get out in front of people on the competition floor where they have to they have to kind of put on a show and it's crunch time in front of people, uh, don't necessarily show up all the time. So I, I really like that we're going back to that and the people who are qualifying for the final stages of the CrossFit Games are getting sorted out as best we can, you know, given COVID, um, right. in person. You know, are, yeah. are you happy about that switch? I'm super excited about that switch. I, I, I like the in-person competition a lot more than uh, online competition, too, because I, I don't I think when you go in person, for the most part, most guys don't know how to stay in their lane for a workout. Yeah, they yeah. get like behind or something and they either get discouraged and they slow down or they get behind and they try and catch up too soon and they blow up. So yeah. it's just like one of two things, like the really, really good guys, they know how to stay in their lane and kind of run their workout the whole time and know what the outcome's going to be. But For sure. Yeah, huge fan of in-person stuff. Now, you played baseball growing up, correct? Yep. I played baseball as well. I played in college and, uh, you know, I was reading a little bit about your bio when I was prepping for the show and I was like, dude, another baseball player. This is awesome. How long were you playing? And then I saw that you got in a car accident. That's kind of what ended your baseball career. Yep. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I played baseball through my senior year in high school. I guess at the beginning of my senior year in high school is when I stopped because that's yep. when my car wreck was. The injury was like, I guess, a stress crack in my kneecap or something. I don't know. My knee felt weird. We never really exactly yeah. figured it out. The x-ray didn't show much. Um, but I couldn't like bend my knee and put pressure on it for like a month. Does that? Do you still feel that injury? Do you still feel no, the effects of that? No, I was about to say, like, luckily I haven't had any issues with my right knee ever, so it's super lucky. But um, and a couple months later, I was okay. I was running around, and I probably could have picked playing ball up again, but I was kind of, like, over it at that point. But I'd also gained, like, 40 pounds, and I was like, oh, man, getting in shape sounds yeah. terrible. So that was kind of the end of the baseball career. What position did you play? I was a right fielder. Oh, sweet. I played outfield, too. Yeah, right field and then like bullpen catcher or whatever. And then they, they wanted me to DH like uh, my senior year going into yeah. it. They they didn't like my fielding very much. <laughs> I mean, like I was already yeah, like... Do you have a pretty good arm? Typically they sit, stick guys with a good arm out at right field. Yeah, I, I had a good arm, but like I wasn't the by any means wasn't the fastest guy out there. Right. I was about 200 pounds from the end of my sophomore year through my senior year up to that car wreck. Yeah. That's kind of where I sat. And like most of the guys on the team were probably holding like 155, 160. Yeah. So they, they had somebody that could like run really hard out there all the time. That's all he cared about. Coach defense. Yeah. So yeah. Previous to your car wreck, were you planning on continuing to play baseball like into college or maybe even aspirations of getting drafted or anything like that? Or were you kind of like, 
this isn't going to go that far. I'm not really planning on a professional career in sports. What was your thought process at that time? And then how, how did that morph into what you're doing now? I, I had kind of wanted to like dabble, I guess, and see what would have happened playing in college. I had kind of figured out, figured at that point, I was like, well, probably not going to go much past high school. I might get lucky and play on a college team or something, but yeah. like I wasn't looking to get, go like D1 or anything. We've just been playing at junior college or something, but right. yeah, then I, I had no clue what CrossFit was until about a year and a half later. So yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. they didn't really exactly, baseball didn't like get me into CrossFit. Were you competitive games. straight from the jump when you started CrossFit or was it like you were doing it to kind of get back into shape because I know you had gained a bunch of weight and then I had walked in the gym at 268 pounds and so I and I didn't know what was happening I just my sister had basically like she'd lost like 30 pounds or something like that 30 40 pounds and she'd been been like yo you need to come do this CrossFit thing with me you're gonna lose weight like you're getting chunky and I finally figured it out <laughs> one day I was like oh my god I'm way chunkier than I thought I was yeah on my way like well on my way to 300 if I didn't do anything about it so yeah we went into the CrossFit gym and I was not competitive by any means Um, yeah Yeah. just by nature I mean I was a competitive person and so when everyone at the gym is competing I don't want to like lose to anybody yeah but so I don't know my first couple months of CrossFit it was kind of like okay pick somebody to beat today whether it was you know 40 year old lady at the gym that's just in their scale and workouts or the other dude that's actually doing it RX, but he's slower and I get to scale the workout or something. Yeah. You know, yeah, that goes, but that was just kind of my goal beat somebody every day. Yeah. And when did you start competing? Like what was your first competition? I don't know if it was like actually, it was a competition, but it was like one workout, like maybe four months into it. It was at like a little church and a whole bunch of little gyms did like a little throw down and it was cool. Um, I ended up taking like 10th in the RX division out of like 50 dudes. And I mean, at that point, I was probably still walking around at 230, 235. Um, I'd only lost probably 30 pounds. So and I was like, oh, man, that's kind of cool. I was kind of good at that. I um, want to circle back a little bit because I feel like you're you're in a really interesting and I don't want to say unique because I'm not sure if it is unique, but you're in a really interesting position to advocate for weight loss, you know, because I feel like sometimes at least today in society, you know, encouraging someone to lose weight may be a little bit frowned upon. And I feel like you have been vocal at times in the past of being like, nah, man, you don't, you don't want to let yourself get to to that point. It's unhealthy, you know? Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your personal experience with that and like your thought process moving forward as far as like what you would tell people who are in that position? Yeah. So, so for a long time, like I was just kind of like more really embarrassed that I ever let myself get to that position in the first place. Right. But then it got to a point where I was like, you know what? It happened. And then I dealt with it. And now we're where we are. Yeah. What I, that, that's my message to people is like, guys, look, if you're in this position, it's too late now. Like, don't be mad you're in that position. Just do something about it. Yeah. Get to a good position that you want to be in. Like, you don't have to lose... 200 pounds or whatever and get like ripped and jacked you like just lose a little bit be healthy like you know or be going in the right direction you know absolutely Absolutely. that's kind of my message no totally and i think that's really good too because you know we're getting bombarded all the time on social media with people with like eight packs and their serratus is popping out and everything like that and it's like it's okay to be healthier than you were before so i think that's a really great message to send and you know people can go ahead and latch onto that and i think in crossfit gyms specifically it's more embraced to where we meet you where you're at and you're just like, Hey, come on in. It's okay. 
we'll start here, you know, and just keep moving forward. It's a it's a long extended progression over a long period yeah, of time. Absolutely. You know, you know I want to switch gears a little bit. So moving into semifinals for this year, I was talking with uh, Jeffrey Adler the other day about, you know, the vacancy at the top now that Matt's retired. What are your thoughts about that? Does it feel like there's kind of a new and exciting opportunity for everyone in this, in, you know, in the men's field? Hmm. That's tough. Yes and no. In my head, like, Pat's going to win. Yeah. Like, okay. I'd say it's like about 80% chance that he just goes and beats everybody. If there's Is that just because just, he's so well-rounded and not too many holes in his game? Yeah, he, he's just like, he's someone that I've actually competed with in person. Right, and, right. you know, I've talked to him a bunch of times, had plenty of conversations with him. I just, he's just that good. Yeah. Period. And yeah. <laughs> it's not like super fun competing against him because he's just going to like, you're like, oh, I'm really good at this. Like, let me, let's go, Pat. And he just yeah. kicks your ass out. And you're like, all right. There's not many other competitors that I've met that can just do that other than like, like Matt. Matt was the other one, yeah. obviously. But um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Pat, just unless he has like a bad day, like he did 2019. We got like right, 20th right. or something like that. Like we're yeah. on the and wasn't there like an, a malfunction with his bike or something like that? Like the, the pedal or I, either like the chain broke or like the pedal came off or he crashed. Or oh, something. there was, like there was that. Beginning. That was an 18. Yeah, he he crashed into Luckett somehow or whatever. I don't yeah, I don't know what right. happened there. But like even that, like he he's just like been more consistent than just about anyone else. And he's either in second or third. And if he's not in second, it's because Fikowski had a really good set of workouts. Right. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, I think Fikowski could beat him. Yeah. But it's got to be the right set of workouts, too. Like, if yeah, there's yeah. A, some sort of squat clean thing somewhere, Fikowski's taking points or not getting points. Like, mm-hmm. period. If there's a short guy thing, Fikowski's not getting points. Like, you, you know, you have a lot of experience, not just with individual uh, CrossFit competition, but you've done plenty of team events as well. What do you like about team events? What do you like about individual events? Where do you find that your personality fits a little bit better? Well, I, I really love the team part of the competition, like a lot more than the individual part, just because of the style of workouts. Uh, there's a lot of times you get individual workouts and it's just like kind of weird stuff that you got to figure out yeah. as yeah. you go. It seems more in the team competition, you don't get as much weird stuff and if you do it's still stuff you have to like move fast through and like breathe hard and you're always like kind of riding the red line on a team yeah like no matter what and if you're not somebody else on your team is like really bad so and you just got to kind of bear with them but as an individual workout it's a lot slower paced for the most part Mm -hmm. and i don't know just not as fun yeah no i i've heard that so many times so i i totally can understand that for sure Looking forward into kind of like your future, what are your goals within the sport? Where do you see, you know, your career progressing from here moving forward? And do you have any plans for, you know, maybe maybe life after CrossFit, like in, you know, five, 10 years, whatever it is? So like right now, um, I don't know where CrossFit is going. I'm just kind of riding the wave <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, totally. So I kind of got to see that first. But at the same time, uh, I'm also uh, just got hired by Houston Fire Department and I'm going through their fire academy right now. So hopefully... Dude, congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks a lot, man. So Very hopefully cool. the next five, six years, I would like to be, you know, being a firefighter and doing CrossFit as well. What is it that drew you to uh, firefighting? Schedule. 
It's kind of, that, that's like, a great, yeah, great answer. I can do CrossFit. I can do firefighting. Like, it just sounds awesome. Plus, for sure, like, for sure. I feel like I just have a cool skill set I could bring to firefighting as well. So, you know. Absolutely. Cool, man. Um, if you could change one thing about the sport of CrossFit right now, because you mentioned previously, you're like, well, I'm not sure where CrossFit's going. I'm going to have to ride the wave and stuff. And I think there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding the sport itself just because there's been so many changes in the past couple of years. So if you could change one thing about either the way it's operated, you could even pick a movement, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Uh, what, what's something that you would change? I mean, that's pretty easy for me, right? Right now, I can't compete on a team because they just changed the team rules again. So I want the super teams back because it's more fun. Uh, so I don't know, if, if you're an affiliate owner or whatever and yeah. you wanted something and CrossFit gave you the team competition, like, I mean, I guess cool, but like, Rich still exists and he's gonna beat you and make you look really stupid too. So, yeah. <laughs> like, almost like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's gonna be like, tough to beat that team for sure. Rich destroyed all the super teams. Like, and then now you're gonna put a bunch of affiliate teams against them. So, it's, it's like, it's not gonna be very fun. Like, I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on the, because I, I know they did this back in, it was a 2012 to 2013, where all the team competitions were like a variation of what the individuals were doing. What are your thoughts on them kind of returning to that? Because I know that's what the quarterfinals were, were for teams. I don't know if Dave's just being lazy or <laughs> if, if like that's really what he wanted to do. I, I mean, it looks like it's really just really, really lazy programming. He's like, oh, I already wrote these workouts. They're great. Let's just like use them again for a team. Like, like okay, dude, like whatever. So a thumbs down coming from Travis. <laughs> yeah, like you get a huge thumbs down for that one. It, it really doesn't take long to come up with workouts that are like good. Like, I don't no, know. totally. <laughs> I don't even need, I don't know if I need to go any no, farther. No, no, I, I, yeah, I don't know if we do. Yeah, no, no. it's as simple as that. Uh, that's hilarious, man. Speaking of uh, being hilarious, is there still the uh, the awesome back and forth going on between yourself, Jason Carroll, Fikowski, and Mitch, correct? Uh, Velner, Fikowski, Jason Carroll, myself, and I feel like there was one more. Maybe Mitch was in there. Yeah. Bernard, yeah. Was, yeah, was, yeah. yeah it, it kind of changes up every year. Um, yeah. Is that still going on this year? Um, we didn't really get into it that much. I think Brent and Pat did like one at the very end. Um, yeah. but again, I think that's cause we're all like really uncertain with, uh, like where CrossFit is. I, some of the stuff we did might've like been insensitive towards somebody at some point in time. And now is not exactly the time to be insensitive on social media um apparently yeah <laughs> people hate it our whole goal yeah. with that whole thing was to put something on social media that people liked but right, nobody right. likes anything anymore you can't make yeah, fun of anybody yeah. so yeah that you know it's unfortunate that i i understand the benefits of that you know however there is a trade-off you know and yeah. you know getting rid of some of the stuff that lighten things up make things fun it doesn't make for a happier place right uh, like a perfect example of that is just comedians there's plenty of comedians I, I can't imagine even wanting to be a comedian in this day oh, yeah day. you can't right now but, like but you know one thing that i've noticed despite everything that's gone on all the changes in crossfit everything like mm -hmm. that that you've done really well on is you've kind of just kept the train moving just like all right what's next i'm just gonna keep my head down and push forward to the next thing perfect example was he was the fittest expo 
Yeah. Um, um, it was an in-person competition and COVID's going on. That's not a sanctioned event. It has nothing to do with the, the season or anything like that. And it just seemed like you were like, I want to go compete in person. I'm not sure if I'm going to get to do that again this year. So I'm going, you know, and whether it's been, you know, Granite Games on team competitions, whether it's been whatever it is, it just seems like you've always been like, you know what, what's the next thing? I'm just going to go focus on that now. No, man, I just, I love CrossFit. I love getting to travel. I love going to compete. If I, if I get an opportunity to do it, I want to go do it. That's awesome, man. Pretty much as simple as that. You're just going to ride it till the wheels fall off? Yeah, and I, I want to do it as long as I can. I, I've been gifted to be able to do it as long as I have been doing it. You know, we're extremely fortunate, I guess. Um, yeah. And I again, like, and I'm kind of picking a career to where I can keep doing it. Like, if I can do this till I'm 40, I do it till I'm 40. Body feels amazing. I don't know many people who like just don't just hurt on a daily yeah, basis yeah. with something whether it's a knee or an elbow or like a, whatever bro i heard all the time and i'm not doing half of what you're doing so <laughs> yeah i don't know I, i'm extremely lucky it's like nothing hurts unless i'm just like sore but like nothing ever just hurts very cool well hey uh if people want to get a hold of you or connect with you in some way uh where should they go they just message me on instagram or follow me on instagram uh i think it's it, travis jump ship at travis jump ship i'll pop that on screen right here as well sweet Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, Haley says hello. Uh, Really appreciate you being here. Yeah, man. Thanks a ton for having me. Of course. So for Travis Williams, I'm Josh Murillo reminding you to work hard and treat people well. See you.